0: Are you selling a tea that gives you diarrhea, and you're saying it's going to give you a flat tummy, but really you're just going to shoot your pants for three weeks? Like, well, let's oh be God. honest here. You know I bought I mean? the tea, like man. I bought the tea. Oh, I bought the tea too. yeah.
1: Shocker! They do nothing.
0: <laughs> of course, they literally give you the runs. Friends by Accident, podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment.
2: This is Accidental Friends with Aline Deggin and Kristen Mandela. All right, we're super pumped about this episode. We have a wonderful, wonderful guest. Vanessa is on with us. She's a personal trainer, a coach, a speaker, an educator. She's a multi-hyphenate. Yeah, and we love love a good multi. Yeah, (laughs) we (laughs) love a good multi
0: hyphenate.
2: Please use it. Um, and I'm yeah, and I'm so excited because Vanessa trained me last summer, and her boot camp was fire. So welcome, Vanessa. Thank you. We're so excited to have you.
1: I'm excited to be here.
2: We love a good girl boss. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) said there way too many to nice things boss. about me
2: in the span of the last two minutes i will girl take boss, it that's gemini job, gemini sister of a gemini <laughs> and we talk both of you guys are about, gemini's yeah, yeah and we wow, talk lot,
0: red flag
2: we, we talk a lot about <laughs> witchy stuff so that's why also vanessa and i connect and Fair. i'm just so happy to have her
1: on the podcast we have to do a so. separate witch podcast Yeah. <laughs> fitness and health here witch later yes. Yeah, witchy witchy, witchy after night. dark. Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Send us a DM if you want an astrology episode. <laughs> <laughs> because we're down.
2: Um, but for this episode, we're gonna be talking all about like your fitness journey and all that stuff. And I wanted to kind of um preface all of this by saying that like what we why we wanted you on the podcast in the first place is because you take such a unique approach to fitness. And, yeah, there's, like, a lot of the physical aspect of, like, gaining strength and all of this stuff, but you really like to emphasize everything else around it that I feel a lot of people don't touch on. So I'm really excited to get into that. But, like, let's start it off the top. How did you get into fitness or why did you get into fitness? Was this, like, a hmm. – there's either – I feel like there's, like, two schools of people that they were, like, super athletic or, like, a body image issue and then it, like,
1: turned into – You know, or a little bit of both. eh? Yeah, Yeah. I'm definitely of maybe like the second camp of people who I was not athletic at all. You know, so I've had comments before like, oh, well, you've been doing this forever. So I'm like, oh, no, I have not. I mean, oh at this gosh. point I've been doing it for some years, but, um, I think I started working out when I was 25 and I'm 33 now Wow. to the best of my memory. But you know, and that, that is like a long time now, but I think like when I first started at 25, I was surrounded by a bunch of people who had been doing it since high school or at least like working out yeah. and, um, or they were on all the sports teams and I was definitely the person who got not picked for the sports teams and was devastated <laughs> every time, um, but that's public school for you. And (laughs) so I think, um, how I found fitness was I was, this is just kind of like a a small, like bullet pointed version of it. Um, body image issues. Yes. Um, also just like very unhappy in my life. And I had, Mm. um, some things happen to me, uh, in my childhood and, you know, early adulthood, some big kind of pivotal, traumatic moments in my life yeah um which you know we've all uh, experienced to some degree but that really kind of like knocked the wind out of my sails and Mm -hmm. led me into a path of mental health issues and you know which I still carry today but um it was kind of like a low point Yeah. yeah and um And again, I'd never really like done anything physical or I was a theater kid in in high school and I took theater in university as well. And so, you know, 25 years old and I'd had all these things happen to me and I was just not in a great place and I was um, needing something. And I worked with this girl. uh, Her name was Justine. She was amazing. Shout out Justine. I talk about her on many a podcast because she's like my origin story. Hmm. And she kind of took me under her wing and and we went to the gym together and she was a gym girl. And so it was, it was nice having somebody, you know, I tried to cancel on her, I think like 10 times, No, I did cancel on her many, many times. She was like, I'm coming by your place. Let's go. And I remember typing the, the litany of excuses into my phone and I remember one day sitting on my couch and I was typing an excuse about why I couldn't go and I was like no, today is the day. And I deleted it and I was like, all right, let's do it. And I went and it was amazing. So, you know, my big thing for beginners is always like, it's really nice to have somebody take you under their wing yeah. because she took me right in there. She knew everybody, she knew what to do. Um, and for me, you know, I tried doing cardio and stuff in the, in the past. Cause it was like, I was a woman and I was like, I would like to get into fitness. This is what, you know, a to B you're a woman do a bunch of cardio. You're going to run and run and and try not to eat. And so that was what fitness and health looked like for me, um, just based on what the media was telling me about it. And then like going in and lifting weights with Justine was like a whole other animal. And I was like, I love this. And it was powerful and amazing. And it, I started to see little biceps and I was like, I I love this. I loved the act of having a routine kind of gave me a sense of identity. It gave me a place community, you know, like all these things that I Mm -hmm. think we need for our health. Um, so the gym for me was like this very like romantic, big thing in my life that's crazy
2: and that and that all likes down because justine showed up justine.
1: justine had amazing arms and i was like i want those arms what do you do and she's like come with me <laughs> <laughs> i was like okay yeah.
2: come with me my child i me.
1: will show that's
2: amazing and so then it just like naturally progressed into personal
1: training or yeah. like so i was, was like- that like once you got in there, a goal or? Uh, no, not at all. I was an actor and a bartender, really lost in my life. You know, like I loved acting in theater when I was a kid, but um, being an actor in the city... You can maybe kind of imagine how that would be different than like oh, yeah. cool theater in high school, you know, where you're like changing lives and, and then, you know, it's a little bit different and I did love it, but it was um, not really what I wanted and I was just very, I had no idea what to do with my life. So I was just bartending yeah. my soul away and doing double shifts and trying to pay the rent. And then I started going to the gym and um, became like the, the you know, I, I changed my my I feel like saying my life here um you know because it was I, I was a new person you know and so yeah a couple years into this gym journey I was um eating super healthy and going to the gym all the time and I was the gym girl at work and so people started asking me what do you do and what should I do and uh how do I work out and you know what can I do to eat healthier and they were asking me for basically personal training advice. And then one time I gave somebody advice and she was like, you should just become a personal trainer. And I, I was like, no, I'm not going back to school. How dare you? And then yeah. she was like, no, it's very easy. You just go and get certified and, you know, you, you do a test. And, and after that, there's some work after that. But it was, it was, it's actually a lot more accessible than I thought it was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, then I realized that if Justine helped me in such a drastic way, if I could get certified and get paid to maybe help somebody else in some small way, I'd be very, very happy. And so that mm-hmm. was, it was kind of it for me.
0: That's amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really, really cool. And it, it's so
0: funny that it just takes somebody like that to switch a light bulb on in your yeah. head to be like, oh, I can like monetize this and make a well, like make, make my own well-being off of doing something that I'm already doing anyway. Yeah, is- yeah. It's like what you're somebody's and, Justine, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, you know, and sometimes <laughs> it takes somebody looking at you. I've heard this from many people, you know, like whatever their job is, it's like somebody looked at them one day and was like, you should do this. And they're like, oh, and they hadn't thought about it at all. Right. But it was such mm-hmm. a natural progression. And then once I started reading the books and studying for, it, I was like, I really love this information. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. This is like where I'm supposed to be going. Right. Mm hmm.
2: I've had that moment, well, not in like, I'm in social, I work in social media now, but before the pandemic, I was getting into like producing theater and it was Mm. a moment that someone looked at me and was like, where'd you go to school? And I, I was like, I knew they were asking about theater school and I was like, oh, I didn't go to theater school. And I like told them my background finance, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you should become a manager, like a theater manager or like a managing director. And I was like, Huh. And then I put all of my time and energy into finding out how to become a producer, how to become a managing director, like how to work on the admin side. I was like, I didn't
1: realize there was yeah. this, this side. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So It's weird. Eh? I think light, those moments a are important. The little light. light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, of course, I'm not going to walk around asking everyone, what should I do with my life? But like when somebody, <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. Somebody reaches out and like kind of like cuts through the static and they're like, you should do this. And it's like, it's just right at certain times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting, eh? I know. Um, And you talk a lot about, like,
2: how the gym helps in other ways and, like, other things that affect...
1: Your well-being being. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. your
2: well-being you take a very well-being and like holistic approach I guess is that the right word yeah people Teas? have called
1: it that before for sure yeah I don't even know what word to use but yes definitely people have reached out to me like, like clients you know being like I, I appreciate your holistic view and I'm like that's cool yeah yeah so what is so
2: like tell us like what is your view on it like what is
0: what is your view on Health.
1: Health. (laughs) Go. Break it down Um, in one
0: sentence for us. Do you have
1: articles, research articles? articles (laughs) Yeah, right? I do not. Um, I think, you know, it's just, you know, based on my story, like, that's just kind of like how I had to go about it. And um, Mm -hmm. for me, you know, there's fitness Instagram. And I do consume that. And I am around that. But I think for me, I've always kind of been like, this can be done differently, you know? And I I just... I think there's a lot of the same out there and there's nothing wrong. I don't want to sound like I'm knocking that, but it, yeah. I've just always you been can interested definitely knock in it. there's doing... a lot of really irresponsible. <laughs> things <on this> <laughs> there, yes. Out there. And if it's irresponsible and hurting people, absolutely. I'll knock it. But I've just always been like, yeah, this is a thing. Okay. Fitness Instagram. And listen, I've been a part of it. And I've, I've over my Instagram career, if you want to call it that, that was an eye roll statement. Um, (laughs) that's like, I've, I've definitely like fed into it and been a part of it, but it's like, I want to, there's just, there's so much more to it. And for me personally, I just want to go, I want to take the other road. Cause if you want like the, the, Booty workouts and the, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you yeah. want all that the stuff, five you can exercises find
0: it. to grow your ass into a dump truck. Yeah, you know,
1: and, you know, like. And, <laughs> they like, do help. Do you write for magazines mm-hmm.
0: or Yeah, <laughs> I do actually. I'm so sorry.
1: And on that topic, you know, it's like there is a place for that because that's kind of like Justine took me to the gym. But other than that, it was like I was YouTubing fitness people and on Instagram of with course. the fitness people oh, the gym Oh, sometimes it can be super and,
0: inspiring to like have yeah. accessible like five workouts that you yes. know how to do that work a certain Thing I, I and that was more me joking something in general. I just mean I think there needs to be more of a conversation around what's sold and like the ads that these people do or surrounding yeah. those Instagram totally. things. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, are you selling a tea that gives you diarrhea and you're saying it's going to give you a flat tummy, but really you're just going to shoot your pants for three weeks? Like, oh let's be god. honest here. You know, I know bought what I mean? The it's like teas, stuff like that. Man, I bought the tea. Oh, I bought the tea too. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah.
1: Shocker, they do nothing. <laughs>
0: of course, they literally give you the runs and. I just think that's like more what gives fitness Instagram a bad name is like Mm -hmm. the stuff surrounding it. Like I'm sure the person probably does or maybe they do not have the training but Mm -hmm. maybe they have the experience to put together like a few exercises on like a cute little Instagram reel Mm -hmm. but it's Mm -hmm. like the, the false advertising that goes around like Targeting your abs, or tar- you know what mm-hmm. I mean, like fat loss for abs, or stuff like that. When you like, can't and it's do flashy, your fat and you loss. want to click and on it, and, well, and you're selling a dream you know. that everyone wants. <laughs> so and yeah. it's a quick fix. It's and, a yes. very- is a fix. And, and that's, yeah. I think that's the what people that want, you know. Be sold. Yeah. yeah, people
1: just yeah. want, even with like therapy or anything else, right? Like, people want the answers immediately, mm-hmm. and it's just like not the case, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. And I think it's like a li- you live, you learn, and I've lived through all that stuff over my career, or my fitness journey, and and, uh, I think like now, like I know better. And so like, and right. I've learned from those experiences, okay, I, that's not what I want to do anymore. I don't want to give myself diarrhea by buying some skinny <laughs> yeah. teeth. More than um, fair. Yeah. And now I can produce the content that I can produce because of those things. And for right. me, even like workout posts, like I, I, I have done those in the past, but now for me, it's like. I can't really with my strength training background and everything that I've learned over my career, I can't really give somebody a workout on Instagram because I don't know them and I don't know their Mm -hmm. injury history. I don't know like what's their mobility. I don't know. Like I, I'm very like, I love to work with people one-on-one because I get to get to know them and their body and Mm -hmm. how they move and help them specifically. But just dishing out workouts doesn't really work because Everybody's so different. and needs different things. However, yeah. it is super helpful if you're looking to get into it and you just don't know what to do, and you have this Instagram workout. Or if you don't workout. have the money
0: to get a, a yeah, yeah, and you want to go like into a gym that accessibility. Yeah, and you yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, my so- uh, my partner left his job at the bank to also uh, become a personal trainer, and he's gotten into it this year. And that was the same thing he got on Instagram for the first time in like a bunch of years. And he was just yeah, like, I know he <laughs> just uh, got blown away by how many of the fitness people were giving these like very kind of intensive workouts, and he's like, "But." you don't know who is going to watch them like somebody could get hurt like he also was coming from a very similar like holistic background where it was like I don't understand how people can just be like calling themselves a personal trainer but giving away these like workouts that aren't super maybe safe in some of the Mm -hmm. ones that he was watching Mm -hmm. specifically um so yeah when you said that, that that reminded me of that conversation
1: and a lot of workouts are just designed around making people tired too you know it's like right. I'm just gonna make you tired but it's like, like does it make, make them jump stronger <laughs> does it make them pain-free <laughs> mm-hmm. does it make them you know it's like burpees yeah, box totally. jumps but like those things can be dangerous for s- certain people Definitely. you know so
0: I had an issue for a long time Vanessa where I couldn't jump with my two feet at the same time
1: I like box
2: jumps actually like give me so oh. much stress I used to do them in I university and I had all
0: of these cuts all up my shin yeah would, like, yeah. Get yeah one leg and then the other leg wouldn't follow I don't know if I'm having a stroke like a long <laughs> stroke or something but it could never it's, really hack that one yeah, that's for some reason yeah yeah like I got but it now I think I can jump with two feet now
2: they're so bad <laughs> there's also um I've been seeing this a lot too and a lot of people like calling this person out but there's an influencer Call her um, out, put her on blast. And s- I'm assuming it's. I don't know who he. I don't know his OTV. name, but he like sells training packages. Or oh, v shred, v shred. Oh yeah, yeah. he's
0: With not like a personal trainer. Out, he's a model, mm. and he g- he gets given oh, lines by out a production based on company. your
2: body type. Like, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. an endomorph? Are you a blah All blah right. blah? It's and like
0: I'm like eating for your blood type shit. It's like there's no but evidence to back it up. Probably for
2: people getting into fitness like that. It's like for people getting into fitness or who have had a struggle getting into a workout routine, that feels like an answer. And mm-hmm. I say that because like I was I, – I've never bought any of his products, but I was right. like I, – I bought the juice. I was like, oh. This mm-hmm. is why I've been having uh, – this is why I've been having trouble, like, losing weight or, like, blah, blah, blah because I'm not working out for my body type. Mm-hmm, yeah. But, like mm-hmm.
0: – It's selling everybody on this this idea, that, like, this is the reason.
1: It's like yeah. keto. But I think it goes – It's like anything yeah, it's else, like, right? It's
0: like all mm-hmm. of those fast things. I think the one thing that comes along with that is just, like – it comes from this idea that it's not like a lifestyle like that like and mm-hmm. I think that because that comes from like kind of our endorphin driven society that we have where like everything we get everything almost as soon as we want it you know what I mean mm-hmm. like so we true. have an inkling to go on Instagram we want to go on it we want to buy something we can get it on Amazon Prime we yeah can get it, like literally within 24 hours mm-hmm. and, it. and we have lost that mental ability to wait and to be patient and to, like kind of wait for the the long-term outcome and gains of something you know what I mean so when we're getting sold like the super hot dude being like drink this or eat this or work out this way you're like this is what it is because I need that immediate gratification Mm -hmm. of you know what I mean and he's got like a Ferrari in the background and he's like yeah he's super hot and you're like cool man I want what you (laughs) got And I
1: think that's why I feel like sometimes maybe my Instagram it's not everyone's cup of tea because a lot of my Posts are boring. It's like, hey, patience. Hey, consistency. Hey, yeah. what's sustainable for your lifestyle? You know, and people right. are like, oh, all what people yeah. are
0: often talking about when it comes to fitness. It's like burn all of your fat and yeah. then wear a tummy thing so that you have an hourglass figure. And yeah, more the it's shape also of your the ribs. Stuff that,
2: yeah, <laughs> that like people need to hear. It's so I think the truth. I, I think about it that it's like if you push it long enough, people are gonna yeah. start to listen. And like, I mean, I love your captions. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. Team them and I'm like, hashtag oh, this team is- long <laughs> caption yeah but they're just like they're so informative and also just like uh, a nice
1: reminder that like no, it's you're definitely not refreshing be fit definitely. tomorrow yeah I my last one was like it, it was like hey the answer is keep going you know and I that was mm-hmm. like oh yes that was so short and amazing but uh just for context I tend to write really long captions but that's <laughs> actual like truth of success truth. and progress, you mm-hmm. just have to keep going, you know? And, and many people either um, are on the wrong program or the wrong plan for them, and so they don't see results, so there's no buy-in, you know? It's like, well, why would I keep mm-hmm. doing this? It's not doing anything. Or they're not yeah. patient yeah. enough with it. They do it for two weeks and think nothing has happened. So, what's the point, right? Yeah. And, it's, and it
0: sucks because that point that you were talking about where you started to see your tiny muscles and you started to kind of like <laughs> see that difference it is like months. the most rewarding mm-hmm. feeling ever. And it does take longer than you think. Yeah, you know it took months mean?
1: for me to see that. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, right. there's a bicep. Cool. Now I'm holy keep going. shit,
0: is that ever a good feeling? When you like start to get, you like start feeling that yeah. pump and you see your arms and you're like, that
1: looks different. Yeah. Holy shit, it's
0: actually reacting to my movement. Yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's
2: doing something. so like Um, what do you when you are taking on a client like what are some of the questions that you ask so that like you can have a proper program for them
1: um you know um I ask how long they've been training. Training age is a thing. So, like, you have your biological age, and that goes into it as well. But your training age is how long you've been training um, consistently. And and hopefully there's, like, quality training, you know, because if someone's like, I've been working out for 10 years, but it's just been, like, random.
0: On the elliptical or Yeah, you know, and
1: that's okay. But... Um, I need to know if it has been, you know, random workouts here and there, you know, like once a month or whatever it is, um, Mm -hmm. then their training age might be zero, you know, because, okay, you haven't been on a structured program enough to see uh, progress. So, um, age, and it's a lot about just like stressors and what they do in their lives, what their, you know, what their job is, but more so like what their day to day looks like. Do you sit at a desk for nine to five? Do you, um, carry things, you know, um, injury history, um, I leave, uh, food as optional, you know, I, a lot of intake forms are like, tell me what you eat in a day. Basically. I leave that mm-hmm. as optional now because I understand as a person that it can be triggering to be asked what you ate and to record it, you know, unless you're mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. So I leave it optional. Um, cause a lot of stuff I'll get when I speak to the person on our consultation call or like once I do start training them. Um, And injuries, I said And yeah, basically just like what Anything like that, that I,
0: overall kind of hist- life history a little yeah, bit Yeah, like, like kind of overview. like a medical
1: history in a way But um, right. I just need to know like what What they deal with in a day Basically, mm-hmm. what their capacity is Um. yeah and how many times a week they'd like to train. Many people are like six or seven. I'm like, okay. I know. Well, it's not so funny. Mm-hmm. And it's like,
0: okay, well, realistically, you probably have like two free mornings. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Absolutely and you not. haven't been
1: doing anything. So let's start you. Yeah. With two, you're going to
0: pass right. out.
1: <laughs> and a lot of it is just like <laughs> managing expectations in that way. Oh, goals. Definitely. Goals is number one. Like, what are your goals? Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, the program has to um, be revolve around that. Yeah. Um, yeah nice cool and like what are you looking for, for from this experience That's Right, 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 one. right, like what do you what's your perfect coaching like experience hoping to gain. you know yeah. yeah oh interesting yeah I like because that. I want to know people's intentions of coming into it because maybe they're just coming in I've had a person be like great conversations and like a friendly person to hang out with while I work out And like right cool, it's like kind know? of companionship like mm-hmm. accountability
0: and other people are like, like people I are want like, to call me trash want- <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm like I'm not the trainer for you um, yeah yeah yeah, and so, like, a lot comes out in those conversations where I figure out if I am the trainer for them. Right. Have you ever, like, rejected a client because you're like, I'm not the trainer for you? Um, That's a great question. As I've gotten along in my career, the older I get in my career, not not my age, but the the longer I do it, the more I have to start saying those types of things. I've never really mm-hmm. rejected somebody, but I've explained to them why I might not be the one that they're looking for. Mm. Um, Interesting. and that's just like, but that only happened once. Um, and then other times I, I took on clients that I had kind of an inkling, like, Ooh, I, I might not be for them. And it kind of comes out in the wash, right? Eventually right. it just doesn't yeah, work yeah. out. Runs
0: its course a bit.
1: And that's a big thing to learn as a trainer that you're not going to be for everybody. It's like almost like one of the most heartbreaking things, especially when you're like younger in your career, you're like, I want to help everybody and I want to serve everybody. And I have to say yes to everybody to make money. Yeah. Right. But mm-hmm. It's, it's just not the case, you know, and some people want to be yelled at and some people want to be, um, you know, or they, yeah. they just have, uh, uh, different expectations about the process than like, mm-hmm. they want it to be really fast, say, you know, yeah. like, that could be a, a reason. Um, and either I can talk with them and, and help them to see how it might be different or I can't. And that's when, uh, yeah, because I want the people that I help to get results. And so if we're not on the same page, then that might not happen.
0: Yeah, totally. mm-hmm. that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a specific question because, like, I think when I, this is something that I personally experienced. And I don't know if you have an ins- any insight into it, but I started going to the gym like very heavily back in like 2019, and um, it is obviously since not obviously, but it is since petered out quite a bit. But at this point, it was like I had a lot of free time and we were going to the gym all the time, mm-hmm. and I felt this like specific thing that I realized is the word for gym intimidation where you like walk into a gym and you feel like you're not supposed to be there everyone knows that you're doing something with the wrong form everyone's looking at you and it took me like probably a good solid month of going to the gym where I realized that nobody gave a shit and all those people were like purely looking at themselves the entire time Mm -hmm. and that was a very liberating feeling to kind of get past that stage but do you have any tips or or any insight into like gym intimidation maybe like tools to overcome it because I think a lot of people, it's a huge barrier to entry for a lot of folks, yeah. especially if you maybe don't look in that like yeah. custom kind of gym aesthetic or whatever, like you don't have like the matching set or you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of people romanticize how you can look at the gym and yep. it can make it so it doesn't feel like a very welcoming face. It's also an overwhelmingly masculine environment yeah, where a lot still. of men that go into the gym, still very much so like oh my God, gym that's close to my house is like truly uh and uh, like not always a very comfortable place for me to go to and i feel comfortable in a gym environment and i'm like Mm -hmm. this is not fun at all yeah because people don't share the machines they're kind of like crowding things they're kind of like using they don't realize like the physical space they take up in a in a room and what that can do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah um but yeah i was just i was just curious if you had any thoughts
1: yeah, so having a friend or somebody to come, a buddy, really, really helps if, you know, and I understand that's, and, and, you know, if you don't have that and you, if you have the means to hire a trainer, the trainer can be the buddy. They can be mm-hmm. the, the Justine or the, the buddy that like takes you under the their Vanessa. wing, the Vanessa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, cause that's like one of my biggest, I love I really love when um, I have clients come to me and they're like, you know, I'm a little scared of the gym, but like, I'm excited to start. And then I'm like, let's do it. Like, I can't wait to show you, you know, mm. this is where the barbell is. This is how you pick it up. This is how you, like, I like to teach my clients how to do things on their own as well. I'm not just like running and grabbing every weight and delivering it to them and taking it back. It's like, okay, let's take these weights back. Or can you go grab the 20? I want them to experience what it's like on their own to do it. So that what, if so they nice. are on their own in the gym, it's like, okay, I know how to lift up a barbell and not, you know, cause your brain is like, you you're going to look stupid. Everyone's going to know. You know? Yeah. And you're so, you're so Everyone right. Everyone knows you've never done this before. You're so right. Like nobody is thinking that. And if they are, screw them truly. But, yeah. um, so I like to kind of empower my clients with that but also having a program really helps because it helps you to focus on you can look at it ahead of time hopefully there's videos or pictures or something attached where you can kind of like visualize yourself doing the movements and then you go into the gym and it's like okay she has a weight in her hands here and she does squats and so um, I don't know why I said she but I pictured a, a, a woman on the program but um, so that can really mm-hmm. help too and it kind of helps you focus on what you're doing and in your program and you can focus on your form of course the other stuff is going to be be around you and it's still going to be, um, affecting you in a way. And you're right. It's a shame, but it's still so true. Even me, very strong willed person, personal trainer, who knows what she's doing, walking into a new gym. It's, um, it's, what's the quote? familiarity breeds confidence, I think is the quote. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it, you know, once you get familiar in a gym, like you're saying, Kristen, like once you go for a couple months, then you're like, right, Oh, you okay. What like was I so place. afraid of? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, totally. So once you, even me going into a new gym, it's like, all right, I, I just started at an Olympic weightlifting gym primarily. So it's a bunch of guys throwing weights over their heads and slamming them down. Mm. And, and I love that stuff. I've worked with uh, people who've done that before but it was new so i i felt like i had to walk in there like i know what i'm doing you know because yeah. mm-hmm. there's always still something as a woman that like someone's going to correct me or you know you always see, or you'll see like a person walking over to you and you're like oh no it's about to happen mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> it's yeah. going to yeah, be totally. like you know like uh, and so i think that's a big reason also why I've like math I've tried to perfect my form like yes it's because I'm a nerd but I think I was thinking about this recently I think that was also like from the get-go I've been trying to be perfect at form so that like nobody would come over mechanism. to me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's so me, true you know? so if yeah. you have a program if you have a friend if you have some sort of assistance in that way that you you can have that tiny little slice of assurance that you know what you're doing and mm-hmm. you, it might still happen you know um it's a very like mansplaining it's funny that you said gym gym intimidation inti- is that how yeah. you say it? <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. if I did that right. But it's kind of <laughs> like gym mansplaining is a thing too, yeah. right? It's like, oh, definitely. We've all seen the terrible TikTok videos. Um, so.
0: Oh my God. So many bad TikTok videos. It really does not shed a good light on gym bros. Yeah. And honestly, if there, are, if there is any shred of a chance that there is a gym dude listening to this episode, I encourage you be the exception to the rule. I, th- mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. there is so much opportunity for like camaraderie and community in gym there and there really are is. amazing totally. examples of camaraderie and community yeah. in gyms but I really feel like for the most part there aren't a lot of examples of men crossing over and like being that like olive branch mm-hmm. not always you know what I mean and yeah. I feel like maybe it's also just me being biased because of the gym that like I, I have gone to lately yeah where depends on the type of gym feel this very bro mentality yeah if it's like a smaller gym obviously like there's going to be a great sense of community I just mean more of like those like those larger scale kind of commercial um, gyms yeah commercial gyms I just feel like it's really like a missed opportunity for people to like yeah you know what I mean I don't know yeah. absolutely
1: yeah
2: I've had like great. I've actually had like great experiences with that kind of stuff, which is funny because I feel very like gym intimidated. And when I started a pro, I started a program like right before COVID, and one of my guy friends, who's a personal trainer, um, built this program for me. And his whole premise was like, "I know you want to lose weight and all that stuff." He's like, "But I'm, I want you to get strong. Mm-hmm. That's what this program is. And then when you get stronger, the weight will come off, and blah blah blah, all this stuff." And so I was, like, just learning how to do hip thrusts and deadlifts and all of that stuff Mm, maybe two years ago and at the beginning of 2020. And I was so nervous to pick up a barbell. One of my first – my first time that I did a deadlift, Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm not picking up a barbell. Like, I'm – in a sea of guys, and I don't know how to pick it up. Mm-hmm. So I actually face he lives in Vancouver and I FaceTimed him. I was like, I was wearing my big headphones love and I that. FaceTimed and I was like, Hey, can you stay on the phone with me while I'm doing this? He's like, Yeah, for sure. And I literally put my phone up against something. And then so grabbed it. I was like, and I grabbed it and he was like, Okay, cool. And now put this plate, like, do you see any of those clamps on the end? I was like, Yes, I do. I love and I this. had him on FaceTime like during my first like couple of form, like my first few things. And then I think I just send him, I would like record myself and send him videos and he'd be like, okay, awesome. Fix your form here. Do this here. And it like really gave me the confidence that now I'm like, ah, whatever. I don't care. Right. And then even when I went back to the gym in the new, like after COVID in September, I think it was, my gym had changed formation. Mm, Like. mm -hmm. Everything had switched. And I was like, oh my God, I was so comfortable here. And now yeah. I feel like I'm going to a new gym, even though it's not right. new. You're
0: like wandering around being like, where is this? Yeah,
2: I was really wandering around. And I went to this like, I went to a bench press, but it was the only bench available. So I was like, I'm going to do hip thrusts. And I start taking like the barbell off. And this guy walks over to me, oh boy. But so uncomfortable. A boy walks over to me and he's like hey, are you using this? And I was like, I just started. It's fine. Like, you can take it. And he's like, no, no. If you just started, then take it. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I don't know what I'm doing. He's like, that's okay. Like, figure it out. Like, you'll kind of. And he just sat back. And then I started working, I started doing it. And he comes up to me, he's like, Hey, you can't do that here. It's like kind of in this, in the way of everyone. It's just not safe. It's and like, I was don't
1: like, do bicep curls in the squat rack. You know, it's, a, it's yeah. a thing. Yeah. And that, but like, you don't, nobody knows that. And so again, I didn't know. And I just hiring a trainer. Cause it's like, okay. But
2: he was so nice. Good, and I was like, I'm sorry. Awesome. I was like, this is my first day back. And mm-hmm. he's like, that's so sick. Mm-hmm. He's like amazing. But just like be safe about it here. And I was like, cool. And I, I think I worked out for, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, I just need to get out of here. Now that I know where everything is, yeah. it yeah, was, like, yeah, yeah. real
1: jimtimidation. Gym gym yeah, it's hard to say. And I know. A lot is, of people are like that. Like, you know, that that is, like, the majority, I'd say, of the experience, but there's just, like, those, those other people out there. And the amount of times um, I've had female... People say to me, uh, I went to the gym to work out and I didn't know what to do. So I just went on the elliptical again, you know, like it's just like Mm -hmm. it's a block, right? So it really does take some acclimating and getting used to Mm -hmm. it. And I love that your friend did that and that you had him on FaceTime. And it's very similar. You know, I've been doing virtual training during the pandemic. So that's a lot of what it looks like, but also remote training where I send people programs and they can send me videos back and exactly what he did for you. Right. It's like, Hey, here's my squat. How does it look? And I type a little report back and give them feedback in that way. So it can, again, it's a, it's a definite privilege to be able to hire a trainer, but if you have the means to do it and you're somebody who resonates with any of this, I, I highly recommend it. It doesn't have to be me, anybody, you know, that you resonate with, but Yeah.
2: I also really quickly wanted to touch on, and you talk about this, which I stinking love, um, but like syncing workouts to your period. Yeah. So for all of those who menstruate, like I, I didn't even realize that this was like really a thing.
0: Mm-hmm. I only just learned that we have like four phases. Yeah. Our, like it's we not, have like a way. four phase cycle.
1: Can you imagine if this was taught in school? Mm-hmm. Crazy.
2: So like, how do you how do you incorporate that?
1: into
0: like what does so, that look like
2: yeah what does that look like
1: well it gets tricky because um yeah and you know like even olympic teams i think they just started doing it in the past couple of years what they where they asked their menstruating um participants what's going on with their cycle and they 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 tune the training to that um mm-hmm. however on meet day if you've got your period you've got your period right so mm-hmm. i think that's where kind of i um my biggest thing is I keep it loose because um, yes, I help people um, with their cycles and their workouts but the biggest thing is like I had a client message me the other day and she's like, I'm having a monster period right now. Like, do you have any tips for me? And I was like, feel your feelings and go relax, you know?
0: Um, mm-hmm. If a
1: workout is going to be what helps you, then do that but I want you to think about like making more space in your cup, you know? Because sometimes a workout yeah, is yeah. that thing on the cup that makes it overflow because working out is stress, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It can be stress relieving but if what she needs is a nap and and to sit down and, and mm-hmm. not be quote unquote productive, which is the biggest thing or in your menstrual phase, then maybe that's it. Right. So I, mm-hmm. and I, at a certain point I tried to kind of sync up people's program with their cycle. Like I'd ask when their period generally came and I would try to do that, but sometimes things happen and sometimes, um, you're in the, so ovulation phase is typically like your best, strongest, most amazing time to train because your testosterone mm-hmm. and your estrogen is high. And so, mm-hmm. you're you're literally stronger. Um, your grip strength is stronger. Yeah. There's so your cognition is more focused. Like there's a lot of benefits in that phase. But sometimes if somebody gets in a car accident and their mom is sick, but they're in their ovulation phase, I'm not gonna be like, okay, let's hit it. You know. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think yeah. it's for me, it's being aware of the cycle, and um, it's more so educating my clients around their their own cycle. Like I, I have a lot of people come in and it's like, oh, I, don't, I, have a, I have a headache and I'm so emotional. I don't understand what's happening and I'm I'm like when's your period mm-hmm. and they're like oh in two days and they didn't correlate the two things right and so
0: yeah it's so funny that we get surprised by it every month and I'm like every I'm, I'm month. This I'm 13 years old and I'm yeah. crying yeah. Right now and I can't so I always recommend
1: definitely track your cycle because then that app will tell you when it's coming and then once you use the app for a bit you you kind of have this built-in like awareness around your cycle and you can yeah. start to kind of feel the inklings of it so what I always say to people is Definitely Google the the four phases. Ovulation is the best one for lifting, but the the one that I like to let people know about is the luteal phase, and that is right before your period, and it's typically what people would think of as like the PMS phase. So it's when like the PMS symptoms start to kind of slowly roll in before more you ethargic, get your period. Eating yeah. a little
0: bit more a bit sleepy,
1: moody. I would me, say I want to like burn my life down in my luteal <laughs> phase. I'm like, let's move to Bali and get out of here. Um, and then my period comes, and I'm like, oh, never mind, I'm fine. Um, so like just being aware of that phase because cuz that's when it's i i the biggest thing is people always get so disappointed and frustrated at themselves and like i have no willpower why do i have all these cravings and or like they're bloated so they assume that they've ruined all their progress and they've gained mm-hmm. weight and it, it's it's um it, it's always like a personal attack like what am i i'm wrong something's wrong with me and it's like oh no girl you're getting yeah. your period you know and they're like oh okay wonderful you know like it it just kind of takes wonderful. That, <laughs> yeah you know I'm like go relax put on some sweatpants you know so yeah. i think that's the biggest thing like our luteal and our menstrual phases back in the day it was a time where everybody like I'm gonna make this we, up We but, like, put our no, but like, and, like, We put our Yeah And put but we also in like put our feet up And like we're able yeah. to Yeah And it was like okay The rest. women of the tribe are not doing You know these women Who are menstruating Ugh. They're gonna go into the tent And they're gonna chant And sing songs And like light candles I and, wanna you do know that me? I know yeah. And so I
0: feel like that was like An indigenous practice I think, I don't think that was anything I, Either three of our ancestors Were doing but Yeah, yeah, yeah I do thank you, Kristen. I yeah. do
1: Yeah Yeah, (laughs) I I I just you know I love how revered it was. You know, it was it was. um, That's for sure. I love how these menstruators are goddesses. They're they're giving us life and they're giving the crops. You know, like and we've come so far away from that to where women, or sorry, menstruators think that they need to be so productive all the time throughout the month, yeah. right? That's
0: capitalism, baby. Yeah. Our value so, is based on our production and our output all the time.
1: And when you tend to push through and take the ibuprofen for the cramps and just cover it all up, then it's it's one of those things that just brews under the surface and has a ripple effect. So I like to just tell people, totally. embrace your cycle. You're feeling crappy, go feel crappy, you know? and, yeah, and yeah. um, yeah, yeah.
0: And it doesn't have anything to do with your long-term practice. I, I remember always hearing this quote where it's like a salad doesn't make you healthy. Yeah. Just like um like a piece of cake doesn't make you unhealthy kind yes. of thing yeah. it's like one thing is not going to undo it yes and I think mm-hmm. that goes back to that like long-term mentality where it's like life happens and we have to find a way to incorporate wellness into our everyday life and so it'll change and morph and grow and shrink and and whatever as our life continues but that doesn't mean that it goes away entirely you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah. I think it's just like you don't have to go to the gym five days a week or go no days you know yeah. what I mean like it's just yeah. about incorporating wellness into our everyday yeah. Um. It, in sometimes wellness looks like rest. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I think that's something that we don't think about anymore is rest. Now is associated with being lazy. Like it's like, oh, yeah. I have no I motivation. Know. I'm I'm a slacker. I'm a this. It's like rest is really powerful and being at your full self, like you said, with your cup kind of either full or empty, depending on how which metaphor yeah. you're using. But More like space feeling rested yeah. and full is such a powerful thing because it means yeah. that you're like at your like greatest capacity you know mm-hmm, what i mean yeah. to like give back into the world and so often we're running after yes.
1: the fact rest totally, but even productivity past,
0: yeah but even past production like i think it it's important for us to like value ourselves yeah. beyond what, what like our actual output is like just like to yeah. sync up to ourselves and it's like know? just
1: do something you know if lifting isn't it for you during that phase and do yoga do walking do a little bit of your workout you know I always say like yeah. do your warm-up totally. do your mobili- mobility it's always helpful do a couple mm-hmm. movements from the workout that we had planned and see because you never know and by the same token somebody can be like oh I've got my period I'm feeling terrible or I'm about to get my period I'm feeling terrible and then they blow their workout like they kill it, and so it's like yeah. you can't. Can be that's like a framework why you can't judge and being yeah. really specific with it wasn't really working for me because I would I would plan for them to to like lower down their workout, and then they would just be on fire, you know. So it's like it's a little
2: placebo effect too, because totally. it's like you think you're going into it, and you're like, I think I'm gonna. Mm-hmm not do well so then you just yeah like, don't you don't want to prime
0: and... people to feel like they can't yeah succeed. yeah I totally get yeah. that but it can be like an informative framework but I guess it can't yeah. really change how you're doing things all the time
1: and again the yeah. value of having a coach and I think that more uh non-menstruating coaches need to just like learn a little bit about this just to be like mm-hmm. okay I think also just for how life, we adapt or,
0: like knowing menstruating people would be yeah. just like lovely yeah just nice. yeah <laughs> training or no training yeah. right like it would just help yeah. so many
1: things oh my god um so I think that, that is one of the biggest things because if a, a client comes to me, I'm very adaptable and very flexible. And so it's like whatever's going on in the workout, I can change mm-hmm. it up and make sure that mm-hmm. I'm giving them – um, something as opposed to just like taking away, you know, I want, I yes. want them to be able to come back to me that for the next session, um, good to go. So it's, it's about having somebody who's adaptable and also just somebody who just understands and has compassion for, uh, what the body's going through. Same could be totally. said about personal stress though, you know, like life stress, oh family stress, you know, like just yeah, having somebody, yeah. it can maybe you need on your a body, killer workout, like. you know, to get you, yeah. you, you're going through a breakup and I've, I've had clients come in and be like, my boyfriend's so dumb. Can we do slam balls? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) sometimes that's that's for me but sometimes life is beating you up so much that you just need something a little bit different and so like I've been doing it for a while too so I can kind of like pull from my toolbox of okay we're gonna do breathing first and then we'll get into whatever you know yeah totally yeah yeah I think that's such
0: a powerful skill to have in terms of like stress management all those things as like a a work like somebody that wants to work out like it, it really can change your mental health like it, it's yeah. so beneficial and i've just Anyways. been
1: a person who's pushed myself through workouts i shouldn't have done and i've been through yeah. a person who um i menstruate as well right so like i've just experienced it firsthand so it's like okay mm-hmm. this is it's coming yeah. from an
0: informed place
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah i, love I
2: really struggle i find because like so working during the day now like a an actual nine to five or nine thirty to five, working 30 nine to five. To five. go dolly, go dolly. She, so like go dolly but i used to go to the gym when i was working from home i used to go to the gym during the day because that was like when it was less busy but now i don't go after work because it's just going to be hell at 5 30 and whatever and then i've tried to go in the mornings before work and i find the days that i do go it really sets up my day but then I struggle between the balance of like, um, sometimes like, sometimes I'll actually like come home at five 30 and I have like other projects on the go. So I'll work on that and I'll stay up late working on that. But I'm like, Oh, I really want to get up at six to be at the gym for six thirty because I know it'll make me feel good. But then I really try to balance. Like I also need sleep. Like I know that I yeah. function best on like seven to eight hours of sleep. And if I'm working until 11, then, and I'm not getting to bed till 12, I'm not getting six hours of sleep only to get a workout in. Like, so I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, what, what would you say to someone that's, what would you say to someone like me? Like, I'm just really trying to balance it. And I know I feel good after a workout and on my walk home from the gym at 8am, I'm like birds chirping and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But then I... Like I'm so tired.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a tricky part, eh? Because I would say, you know, without the without the sleep bit that you added in there, because that's such a huge component to this, and I'm all yeah. about it um yeah it's like when do you do you want to have your night free or do you want to have your morning free you know and I know mm-hmm. it sucks getting up early trust me but personally I would much rather like you said and it's one of those things that you have to experience repeatedly to be like oh there are benefits yes. I feel awesome after yeah. I do this because otherwise you're not going to do it you know it's that before before you do the thing feeling of I could just stay in this cozy warm bed you know it's um I hate oh my gosh, brushing my I teeth ever. I hate it so much it's but clearly something that I need to do every single day but if I I've started doing it way earlier in the night then late then right before I go to bed because I don't want to do it before I go to bed sometimes I skip it it's terrible you know so it's like okay I'm going to do this when I have a little bit more energy and like get it done um and that's just like my analogy for for that type of thing but yeah it's really tough with a busy life I think it just comes down to like if you can, and I don't want to tell anybody what to do with their time, but if you can make a little bit more time for it. So maybe it's like a little bit less Instagram or a little bit less Netflix or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If health is your priority, if um, having a, a consistency in your workouts, if, if you feel that much better after you do them and if that's something that you want to continue feeling, it might just mean yeah. like a little bit less of something else. And I know that's really hard to hear. Um, and I know that, oh, you know, Netflix right. and Instagram, these things are soothing and they do have a place right Um, Mm -hmm. but I think like one of the things whenever I go off of Instagram for like a week I'm like I have so much more time now you know and like I Mm -hmm. work out consistently all the time but I'm like maybe I'll organize my closet or maybe I'll clean that thing (laughs) that I haven't cleaned you know like so I think that it's just carving out a little bit more time, even if it's 20 yeah. minutes, you know, and I know that that is hard to hear for people who have like three kids and two jobs, but um, if if it is important to you, definitely don't skip out on your sleep. That's, you know, sleep is one of the biggest things that if I can like impart anything from this podcast, well, my top three yeah. are sleep, uh, stress, and protein. Those are the biggest things that most people, if, if they just improve those things, they would see tons of of results and and feel them too so um, can i I ask a quick question about
0: that because i always heard um that we live in a culture that actually over maybe not high quality protein but eats a lot Mm. of protein just like with how many animal um like how Mm. integrated animal protein is into like our lives like we eat like a lot of animal protein so we have like too much protein but not enough fiber is what i was always told because oh interesting we don't we don't like we have like i think um like constipation and dietary and like gi issues are like at the highest they've ever been in Mm. like human history because Mm -hmm. um our diets are just like so not aligned with like kind of like our maybe more optimal ways of eating um why is it that like people don't eat enough protein? Cause I've never heard that before.
1: It's not fun. It's not fun to prep. It's not fun to, you know, it's, um, it's, it, and also the way we're raised is like, st- you know, it's called the standard American diet, but I don't, you know, we're mm-hmm. Canadian, but, um, I, it's, uh, it's pasta, it's pizza, it's, and there's nothing wrong with these foods, but it's when it's only these foods and, and, you know, it's like uh, cakes and cookies for dessert and cereal for breakfast. You know, it's, it's, um, and there's nothing wrong with carbohydrates, but all of those foods that I mentioned do lack protein and they do lack fiber too, right? Because they're pretty mm-hmm. processed. So, um, and I would say, yeah, the gut, like the gut thing, is huge. And you're so right; it has everything to do with um, the way that we eat. But you know, it's uh, it's more so like people don't eat vegetables and people don't eat enough protein because again, it's hard to prep and it's it's expensive to buy. Um, mm-hmm. The cheaper, more accessible foods are heavily processed. And I would say that mm-hmm. the, the, str- right. the stress, it's like the diet and stress is Mm -hmm. that's what's causing the, the gut. Um, microbiome issues and and how it's being carried on through the generations right so um yeah people that i meet typically i don't think i've ever met anybody who who has sent me an intake form to become a new client and they're eating enough protein um Mm. and and i've I've trained vegans and vegetarians too right so it's like um many people would rather eat pasta and pizza not to demonize these foods i know i've mentioned it twice but like as opposed to cooking a bowl of lentils right or um like black bean soup or whatever vegan alternative um or tofu even right so i think it's it's a time issue it's a prep issue it's a priorities issue um and again it's a very privileged thing to be able to go and buy organic produce and and grass-fed mm-hmm. meat and and all of this mm-hmm. stuff right so um there's a lot that plays into that but i think that um protein goes by the wayside just by because of time and energy i think and right. education. A lot of people just have no idea. I had no idea before I got into fitness like the, the, had the no quality idea. switch up that I needed to make and the ratios. I needed to eat way more vegetables than I was eating, you know, I was eating vegetables mm-hmm, like totally. once a week maybe before, you know, and then I was like, oh, I have to eat them all day long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> got it.
2: Got it. Um, we are coming up to the end, but I wanted to ask like one. Kristen, do you have one last question? Because I feel like.
0: Do you have a good one?
2: I just wanted to know like, what's like, if you can sum it up in one sentence, like what is one piece of advice? (laughs) I know. That's why I, and I take this, I'm like, we were just talking before we started this podcast about Lewis Howe's podcast and he always does at the end of his three truths. Mm. Mm. You know what? Let's go with three truths. So I'm going to take it from Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. We'll just nab it quick. Yeah. He like, full shout out to him for this, but he does this at the end of his podcast with all of his guests that if you achieved everything you wanted in your life- and and I always fucking love this, but if you achieved everything that you wanted in your life and you were all the books or, like, you trained all the people and you had all the information out there, but when you pass, you have to take it all with you, but you can only leave three truths behind, oh, what would you leave?
1: Holy I shit. so don't want to go training with this. I
2: know, right? Um, you don't have to.
1: It can be anything.
0: That's a hard one.
1: Yeah. Mental health I know, and I love them. Also, it's so early. much more. early. Yeah. <laughs> I've had coffee, am I right? Mental health is so much more important than we think or give it credit to. Um, mm-hmm. I almost can't choose which is more important, mental health or physical health. Um it's hard for me to choose if I had to pick just one therapy or the gym. Um, I'm not sure what I would choose. I might even pick therapy, but I think that like mental health is, is one of the most important things and it does lend itself to your health and fitness endeavors because mm-hmm. um, they're so
0: intrinsically linked.
1: And many of us have been in the position where we have the body that we want, or we lost the weight that we wanted, or we got to whatever goal we mm-hmm. wanted and we were still inherently very unhappy. And that yeah. leads into the body image issues too, that we kind of touched on. But, um, Before I got my mind right, it didn't matter what I did in the gym um, Mm -hmm. because – it just it fell flat and I still thought I you know I lost the weight I reached my old goals were just only fat loss ever because again I'm a woman and so that's what they told uh, me health and yeah. fitness was um, but I was not mentally well still and that had trickle-down effects to my relationships my job the, the way that I showed up in my workouts everything so I think mm-hmm. that is like one of the biggest pieces and it's still so stigmatized to go to therapy it's crazy um, and again in other other cultures it's even worse so I yeah. um, it's seen, it's seen as like a selfish, you know, act. And it is again, another privilege pursuit. You do need money. Hopefully if your benefits, if your benefits cover therapy, please go and please use go. all of them. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, that money is yeah. there. Yeah. Spend it, use you know, it and look into it. Cause some, some plans have yeah. it and it's just kind of hidden. So, um, mental health is huge and, um, learn, you know, this is a really hard one. I might just have two, but learn to listen to your body. We're so Mm -hmm. caught up in our brains, and it's okay. I lived like that for a really long time. I still do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, Learn to tune into your body because your body is telling you everything that you need.
0: Love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I could go on more. That's super
0: powerful. And again, I think that comes with like slowing down and just like being okay being with ourselves and with our thoughts and with our
1: practicing mindfulness if you can, you know, but your body's telling Mm -hmm. you everything you need about digestion, about whether you should work out that day, about how hard you should work out, about um, what you need sleep wise, you know, and you can get into intuitive eating. That's really worked for me. It's not for everybody, but your body will tell you what you want to eat too, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. and that's hard. That's really hard. And if you are somebody who has experienced trauma or you've had a tough time at life or, or anything, you're going to be stuck in your brain and that's okay. But you know, um, the mental health kind of lends into this, but you can learn to cultivate a good relationship with your body, but that's when the doors of like self love and self care and yeah, everything start to open definitely. up, and it it lends itself to working out as well because then you're doing it for you and um, it becomes a much more long lasting pursuit.
0: I love that.
2: I love that. Mm. Put, a a to... Put a yeah. <laughs> bow <Neighbor laughs> on it. Put a perfect on it. it right there. Yeah. Thanks so incredible. much for coming on today, Vanessa. I feel like we could chat for hours. I know. Same.
0: That so, was so lovely. Thank let's you. just do this
2: all day, so guys. Lovely. Let's yeah, not go to yeah, work the rest of our this. day. I'm not going
0: to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it.
1: Seriously, thank you. Thank you so much. This is awesome.
0: This has been Accidental Friends with the and Kristen. This podcast was created by us and produced by Chloe Jackson. Thank you so much for listening. You can check us out on our Instagram at Accidental Friends Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. We love you. See you on Thursday.